This podcast would not be possible without the wonderful support of the patrons of the Unlocked podcast. Thank you, Anthony Howe, Sherry Brenton, Steve McDermott, and Rory Barnes for your amazing support. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Unlock Podcast with me, Ricky Locke. If you are a brand new listener to this podcast, then welcome. This is the podcast that uses joy and enthusiasm to truly unlock how to be the best version of ourselves and to create magical experiences. If you are a frequent listener, then welcome back. It is a pleasure to have you here and thank you for listening and continue to support this podcast. Now, I'm not going to waffle on for too much because this is an amazing episode and Jeff is an awesome guy. I'm a huge, huge fan and I think his concept of celebrity service is a profound idea that we should all, all be using in our business. What would happen if an A-list celebrity would walk into your business right now? Now, I'm not going to reveal too much because Jeff absolutely shares some amazing gold in this episode. He shares so much gold that there's a part in the podcast that you'll notice where I do an overlay where I've cut it out because I provided a little piece of gold just for the patrons of this podcast. Jeff shared a wonderful, wonderful piece of gold. And if you are a patron of the podcast, you can have access to this. But if you would love to find out what it is that Jeff shares, head to patreon.com forward slash the unlock podcast and you can find out what that amazing piece of content is. Anyway, without further ado, please enjoy this episode. It is an amazing episode with the wonderful Jeff Ram. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unlocked. My next guest is a keynote speaker and one who has been awarded the Award of Speaking Excellence by the Professional Speaking Association, and he is the creator and author of Celebrity Service and is described as a game changer by Forbes. Welcome to the show, Jeff Ram. How are you, mate? I'm very good, Ricky. How are you, sir? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Yeah, lovely. I've been really looking forward to this. Yeah, really looking forward to having a chat with you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, how, how have you been? Do you have a good weekend? Very good. Very very quiet. Very quiet. Um, no football over the weekend, apart from the international games, which is technically no football. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just just fairly quiet and, and looking forward to this week. Um, first big event live event of 2021 yes uh, yeah. so and i'm mean, going to be on the bonnie bonnie locks of of lock lowman so i can't wait can't yeah. wait yeah you're with ricky lock today and then lock lowman tomorrow the lock, yeah. lock lowman it's just yeah, yeah unlocked with lock and yeah lock. <laughs> yeah it's like a trio though isn't it and yeah, also just, i know you're a team we, we can't get any better just no. stop <laughs> Well, I don't know if you're, you're a TV... I know you're a big movie fan as well, um, but are you a TV buff as well? Have you been watching uh, Vigil? HMS Vigil? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. and that's in the area, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Dun- is it Dunlock, the um, uh, the police station or Kirk, Kirk, wherever it is. Yeah, that's it's filmed around there, I think, isn't it? I think it is. It's yeah. uh, a little bit of line of duty underwater. I think. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I was really surprised by it. Yeah, really tense. Yeah, who'd have thought? Not at all. Yeah, oh, nice one. Well, Jeff, thank you, mate. It's a pleasure to have you here. And um, obviously, a big shout out to great pal Lee Horton, who interviewed you as well. And I was like, oh, I love Jeff. I've got to speak to Jeff. And he was the one that suggested to me, he said, oh, you need to speak to Jeff. He's really cool. Oh, and then uh, I became a bit of a fanboy, actually, Jeff, if I'm honest. Loved your stuff. Started watching all your keynotes and uh, recently read your book as well, which is really good, which I'll dive into on the uh, the podcast. But I guess for anyone that's never met you before, who are you and what do you do? Who am I? Uh well, I'm from the northeast of England, uh, so maybe you may be able to recognise the accent. Uh, so based in between, uh, just in a place called Seaburn, so it's right on the beach, just north of Sunderland. 
And uh, so Hayley, my wife, uh, she's upstairs at the moment on Zoom. Don't we love it on Zoom? <laughs> and uh, Elliot and Grace, our, our two wonderful kids who have been homeschooling for now what seems like 18 years. So yeah. um, it's it's all good. So family-wise, we're good, we're healthy. And um, yes, I support Sunderland. Yes, I love Star Wars. I love I love cider, um, potentially in that order. And, um, and yeah. pizza as well. Pizza, I, I remember from the book, pizza. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, is that the Domino's one? The barbecue sauce on Domino's—that's the best. If you've ever had that, yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. And now, now that Pizza Hut seems to have disappeared, Domino's is the only place you can go. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if life can't get any harder. Yeah. But, um, my main, my main sort of work career, whatever you want to call it, I'm a uh, sort of—I think I'm almost almost twenty years in business now, uh, and for the last two decades. Uh, primarily, I'm a keynote speaker, so I deliver my celebrity service keynotes and interactive sessions to teams, businesses, organisations all over the world, all over the world, and of course, via virtual, but very much in person. And um, I love sharing stories. I love creating the stories, which are all real life from observations. You know, uh, somebody once dubbed me the Billy Connolly of service, which was which was rather funny. And, um, but I, I, I have a lot of fun, Ricky. I have a lot of fun. I like to, I think the word inspire the audience is a bit, bit too much. But if people are inspired by the stories, their ideas, and I can give them some techniques to improve on a greater customer experience, then that is something that is, uh, that is magical, to, to use one of your words. So um, that's me. I'm a keynote speaker. I've wrote... Uh, two books, Celebrity Service and Celebrity Service Superstars. Very proud of them. And uh, But I would say, you know, I'm I'm never the hero in my stories. I'm never the hero in the stories in the book. It's always the people or the teams that I come across. And I love to put those on a, on a plinth and say, this is what amazing looks like. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's what, that's where, where audiences hopefully are inspired by the normal person, the normal scenario that we come across. And um, yeah, so that's that's me. Brilliant. Well, well I think it's an absolute, um, I'm honoured to have you, Jeff, because I know that you've you've got a fantastic reputation, especially in the PSA, as uh, fellow listeners will listen to this from the Professional Speaking Association. Um, but I know you're a very successful man and international speaker as well. Uh, well, pre-COVID and uh, obviously virtual now, oh, but going back into that, yeah. you know, you're Class, a very successful speaker. Belfast, so, yeah. Edinburgh, you name it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, thank you very much for coming on. Um, uh, side topic here, Pizza Pilgrims, by the way. Just, it just popped into my mind here. If, you, if you're going down into London, when you get your talking and speaking back in London, visit Pizza Pilgrims, if you've not. Uh, they, do a bar- uh, they do barbecue sauce, I think, but they do pepperoni with honey. It's amazing. It's the game changer. Yeah. So... Really nice. Anyway, uh, back to this. We're, we're probably on off topics on here. Sorry, Jeff. But, I love it now. Uh, I can't, I can't <laughs> <talk to> it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. And obviously, I wanted to have a great conversation with you because uh, I'm massively into this magical customer experience and making people feel great. Uh, I base a lot of everything on my life and my business and everything I do in interaction based on Maya Angelou. People won't remember what you said. They won't remember what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And everything I try to do in my business is to create that wonderful moment. And I know that you have that similar approach in celebrity service, but I guess for everyone that, uh, if they've not heard of celebrity service, what is celebrity service, Jeff? Okay. We all think, Ricky, that we deliver a high level of service. If I was to say to you, Ricky, on the scale of one to 10, one being abysmal, 
10 being incredible, what number would you give yourself? You know, you'd think, oh, I wonder what number I would be. You know, one abysmal to 10 incredible. When I ask this to audiences, right, virtually or in person, in over 44 countries, right, any, any brand, any sector, any organization, doesn't matter, doesn't matter what country, the global average number I receive is about an eight. Yeah. Okay. And what people are saying to me, Jeff, we're, we're good, but we could be a little bit better. Could be, we, you, you get the odd <laughs> 10 and the odd, you know, six, you might get the odd two and that's a P45. Um, but the average is about an eight, which, which is high, which is good. But how do we make that leap? And we can't do it, Ricky, by talking about the same things we've talked about for the last four decades, right? Mm. For the last 40 years, we've been, talk, we've been talking about, and, and, and I'm not just about speakers and trainers here, I'm not about manuals and books on the, on the shelves in, in libraries. There's two things, we, we must go the extra mile. <laughs> yeah. Right, you must go the extra mile. If you wanna be the standout brand person, entrepreneur in 2022 and beyond, you've gotta go the extra mile. And it's hard, it's the same old, same old stuff. And the second thing is, People say to you, oh, you need to exceed expectations. Now, you just, just imagine your competitor right now who's got a conference on Christmas. They're talking about the same stuff. Yeah. And in six months' time, we, we all go that extra mile, but everybody's a mile further forward. Nobody has really made the leap to stand out. Celebrity service. It's a philosophy and it's a question. The question is a philosophy, okay? And you need to picture this for every single one of your customer or client or member or passenger or guest interactions, okay? If your next customer were an A-list, celebrity, Hollywood, God or goddess, what would you say? What would you do? How would you react? How quickly would it take you to do whatever they've asked you to do? What I'm saying is, what would be the difference, Ricky, from the service you're delivering now, which is an eight, to a perceived? And now people say to me, "What, what, what do you mean? A, what do you mean a superstar?" I'm on about here a Hollywood great. We just had it here in the northeast of England, Indiana Jones Five. Yeah. Uh, you know, please don't mention four. Um, but in Harrison <laughs> Ford, right? Harrison Ford was in the northeast. Flipping heck, right? Mm. I mean, I could literally smell him. It was, it was like 10 miles away from my house, okay? Harrison Ford literally goes into a curry house and he goes into these places and you could see, look at the staff, the attention to detail. Oh, oh my God, it's Harrison Ford. It's Harrison Ford. Mm. Harrison Ford's here. Oh my God. And you, you, what I'm saying is, what would be the difference? Would you smile a bit longer? Would you be a bit more attentive? Would you? Would, would the chef in the back kitchen, would would... would would, would they check the meal twice before it goes out? What I'm saying is there's an, a little bit more attention to detail. There's a little bit more thought, a little bit more love, dare I say, Ricky, towards a celebrity. The, the trick here to deliver celebrity service is to say, well, what would I do for them? And what would I do and could I do and should I do tomorrow for the normal customer, right? Yeah. So celebrity service was born many, 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 many years ago. Uh, so it's based on if a celebrity would come into your business, if they were to tweet you, email you, ask for a brochure, ask for whatever it may be, what would be the difference? The difference is the gap. The gap to what you'll think you're delivering today and the gap to what you would deliver to them tomorrow. Once you can fill that gap, 
There's not a competitor in your sector can touch you for the customer experience you would and should deliver tomorrow. Now, that's the philosophy. And very quickly, celebrity, it's, I know you've read about it in the book, and I cover, I cover this a lot in my talks. I broke it down into nine big components that you can look at and decompartmentalize. Is that a, is that a word? It's, just, it's a long one, a bit, bit of a scrabble one. <laughs> nine components, okay? Consistency, excitement, love, engagement, bravado, response, independence, thank you, and you and your team. And these nine components, when you look at them and create those celebrity service moments of magic, ah, it's uh, Forbes a couple of years ago called this a game changer. And I was, yeah, I was, I was happy. I was yeah. really so but it can be, and I, I look. I look at the clients. I look, you know, the clients and the, the businesses and the people who I speak for and work with. What you and I do on stage, and for it's it's wonderful, isn't it? It's, it's a real buzz. It's a real adrenaline. Oh, it's fantastic! The greatest thing on earth is the results, and that might happen next week, next month, two years down the line. To, you know, I saw you at such and such, Jeff. Just wanted to say, because of that idea, because of that technique, we changed this. This has led to this, which has meant we've done this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's that, to me, the results of our words, the results of our thinking, our different ways of thinking. That's the bit. That's the bit that I love more than anything else. So celebrity service, it's the gap in your service you didn't realize exists. And it does exist. In every business, I will challenge everybody that says, oh, no, we treat everybody like a celebrity, Jeff. No, you don't. And I will prove it. Um, but that's the exciting part for me. The ideas coming from the teams and the results that they will go on to achieve. I think it's amazing. I think it's absolutely amazing. And you're absolutely right. It takes me back to my Argos days when I remember being on the tills. We'd, we'd be sitting there. I'd be watching my team. And you'd watch the behavior of some of my colleagues on the till. As soon as someone came in as in a, in a suit, they thought, oh, Every manager must be the every manager, and they, they just went, you know, and it was like meerkat. Hello, sir, yeah. how are you? And oh. then the next person that came in was in like grubby clothes, you know, like dirty, smelly. It was just poor. It was me. That was me. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just bringing back some in the night garden stuff. Yeah, like, what I was doing. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but it's like, hang on a minute. Well, what if that customer actually was a millionaire? You know, what if they were a celebrity? Like, you wouldn't even know it. But why do you then not have that consistency? But my question I was going to ask you here, Jeff, is do you think it takes a type of person to create this? So I'll expand on this further. Yeah. There's something that I've done last year, which I'll explain a little bit later on, that made me think, why aren't anyone, why isn't anyone else seeing these gaps, like you said, in celebrity service? But do you think it takes a type of person to recognize those gaps? Because you probably go to these keynotes and people go, bloody hell, Jeff, I didn't even think of that. But it might come natural to you and me. But do you think it takes a type of person to recognise these gaps? I, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose. So. Do you know what? I think it's. Um, never used this before. I'm maybe talking gobbledygook here, which you might, this this could be a good editing bit <laughs> yeah. on your on your suite of stuff. Um, I, I, a big part of me says I think we're all dormant volcanoes. Nice. And I do believe there's one or two people in the audience ready to explode with ideas. Okay. But I think everybody's dormant. They're going to go eventually. But what are you, what are you going to do to shake the ground? Now, if I was to come in and 
uh, deliver an interactive session for a team or, 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 or just talk about an idea. You can see, you can sometimes see the penny drop and yeah. somebody that's, you know, can come up to you at the break or at the end and say, I've never thought of it like this. You know, I, I've always done this. However, you give me a thought about an idea and then we, have, we can have a five, 10 minute conversation in the break. I say, what have you thought about this? Why did you do this? And they're like, they're scribbling things down or, you know, they're recording on the phone and thought, oh my God. So I think, I think a lot, Yes, it does take a, a person to spot these ideas. Yes, I think the likes of me and you, Ricky, will wake up and go, "How can we improve this?" Mm. I think we look at the world slightly differently. I think we get annoyed, and then we put blog posts on LinkedIn. I do that all the time about <laughs> that annoys me. Yeah. But but I always come with a solution. If yeah. this was me, this is what I would do. And I don't say I have all the answers, but I've got ideas. Yeah. Um, but I do think we we could all be little, you know, dormant volcanoes. Uh, there'll be some that don't go off for a while. They might go off in <laughs> yes. a different company. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's at least shake the ground in the room that we're in and let's see what happens. Because when they go, this is when the magic happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm coining your phrases now. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's true, though, Joe. I, I think that back down to my retail days, you know, working into stores, I remember sometimes that leaders and uh, you had this difference of managers. Leaders always did the right thing and managed to do the right thing. What was it? Leaders always do the right thing and managed to do the right thing always. And I remember process always getting in the way of doing the right thing for the customer. Years ago, you may remember this, Jeff, if you went into an Argos probably about five or ten years ago, if you had a refund, this was the, the process. How bad is this, right? You bring in, let's say, a vacuum cleaner. It's over £65. If it was over £65, you had to get manager authorization for that refund. Mm. So you queue up. You queue up five or six people in the till. You then get to the cashier. The cashier says, oh, it's £65. I've got to go ask my boss. And they walk off. They leave you there. And they walk off to knock on the manager's door. Hello, boss. Can I refund this? Yeah, what's wrong with it? All right, it's not working. Yeah, go. Great. I'll sign it for you. Yeah. And you're standing there going, what? <laughs> I just want a refund. What the fuck? I mean, they changed it eventually, but I just thought, what on earth? But sometimes on the odd occasion, you'd get the manager come out and argue with you, say, you know, how many refund about 65 quid? What? And I always used to see this difference of process getting in the way. And the reason I wanted to say this was because I think you shared this. I think it was your blog post I read. I experienced this this morning. Went to see the midwife this morning. Lovely, great experience. Yeah. Went into Costa. Bit of a queue. I thought, all right, it's all right. We'll, we'll wait. And then I saw them get a phone call. So there's two guys on there. He gets a phone call. And I think it's probably like Uber Eats or something like that. And the service just stopped because, shit, 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 shit. We've got to get this ready. We've got to get this ready. And I thought, well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What? I'm the customer in the shop here. But now the priority seems to be taking over for this Uber Eat. <laughs> Businesses are becoming so much far more productive. Well, not productive. I think they're, they're overproductive, aren't they? You know, they can't cope. And that level of service yeah. has dropped. As soon as that happened. Yeah. I think I wrote this. Did I write this on Saturday? The retail sector. I, I called it. Um, I called. I called it overwhelmed and undertrained. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. What I'm seeing, and it was. It, it, do you know what it is? It, it, you, you can't swear in a blog post, otherwise I would, I would be taken down. Uh, but I'm so close to it. it I am seeing, you know, fast food restaurants. You know who, who we're talking about, and a fast food sort of bakers. We know who we're talking about, and, and you know, lovely, great. Um, but you're in the queue and there's Deliveroo and there's Just Eat and all this. They've got this permanent fast pass to get to the front of the queue, um, which I get. But it's like, how can we get more customers? We'll, ha we'll have an app. 
will 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 and will deliver. And staff, I'm seeing staff, Ricky, at the front line are exhausted, and they're they're serving more customers who are not even there, uh, but have got a fast pass to the front. The customers who are already in store or are in the drive-through or waiting in the restaurant are getting frustrated because they're in the queue, but there's nobody in front of them apart from a scooter, and they're waiting and and. It's, it's a mess. It's not working at the moment. So something has to change. But the change is very, very slow at the moment. But it, it is deterring us from going back because we've had enough. And yeah. have, have we got to wait for TripAdvisor reviews to plummet or NPS scores to nosedive before we put it right? I, I, I love yeah. that thought of you know, apps and, and online and everybody wants... No, they don't. Mm. No, they don't. Um, it's, it's clunky, isn't it? And it's it, you know, I'm a big believer in in my customer journey. There has to be a path of least resistance. You know, it's got to be smooth. You know, and I just think it, it clunk. It's, you know, but I think coming back to what you said there, you know, waiting for TripAdvisor and all that. But if Brad Pitt walked in to that Costa this morning, what would I have seen? It yeah. would have been completely oh, different. You know, totally different. I, I, yeah. the, the irony. I do go back to the, the last point you made. I do go back. Uh, the irony of you've got a human team pulling together some technology to annoy humans. Yeah. <laughs> it's ironic, isn't it? Yeah. I've been here for years, you know, technology's yeah. the future, Jeff, technology's I'm like, shut up. Have you not seen the Terminator? It doesn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's classic. That's great. Yeah. It's true. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. oh. and, and yeah. yes, for some people listening right now, it's like, oh my God, he's a dinosaur. Never, ever, ever let technology rule a human interaction. It is their support, not replace. Do we have to talk? This might be another blog post. Yeah. Uh, do we have to talk about self-service things in supermarkets? You know? Yeah. Beep. Yeah. Beep. Oh, yeah. Beep. Where's the, where's the flip? Where's the, have you got a bag? No, I haven't got a bag. Put it, you have something in the bag and area. It's not like I just put my wallet down. No, no, yeah. you've got to take it out. And you've got to put the bag. Did you get a bag? 50 pence. No, I didn't get a bag. And it's like, how do you want to? No. And, 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 you know, and if, if, you, if you buy alcohol, your little red light goes on the top as if you're on the yeah. wall. Yeah. And you wait three to four minutes for a member of staff to come over who is absolutely beside themselves. Yeah. Because all they do is click to say, he's over 18. And, and, and you can see the experience. Experience. Anyhow, yeah. Dinosaur Ram signing yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's a guy, I talk about this in my keynote, which is there's a guy called Martin, and I think we should be more like Martin. Uh, in Tesco's in Bourne, so if you listen to Tesco's, listen to this, because Martin's great. He's an older colleague. We will religiously queue up at his till, even if like um, it's like um, really quiet at the self-checkout. Let's just say we've got six items in our bag. We yeah. will wait in his queue. And then the Tesco's colleagues with their headsets, they come on and they go, uh, they come across and go, oh, hello. So, you know, would you like to come over that, you know, th this checkout's free? Like, no, no, we're all right. We'll, uh, we want to wait for mine. Like, oh, okay. You sure? Yeah, it's free. Yeah, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll wait for mine. Because every single time he makes us feel like we are the most special people in the world. He's old. He makes us feel great. And we love him. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Excuse my French there, but I just, why can't every other single colleague do that? But I do think though, Jet, like I've experienced over the last 12 months that like COVID, yeah, okay, it was a big, big, serious thing, but everything went out the window. The experience went out of the window. But he remained throughout that whole process, making us feel special, whether it was a pint of milk, a bit of butter, and that's what I remember. And now when I think about Tesco's, I think of Martin. 
A sidetrack to that is um, <laughs> this. This I'm probably exposing now my unhealthy diet, which is not good. We've got a local Greg's uh, just around the corner, a, a petrol station, which is yeah. probably is the worst thing in the world because uh, in Bourne, where I live in Lincolnshire, it's it's terrible now. I, I got a bit fat in lockdown. It was terrible. But now this this shows my unhealthy diet. I go into Greg's now, and the lady she looks up at me. She goes, "Ah, oh, hello, chicken bake, sir." Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. But I was like, brilliant. And I shouted about it. And I actually did an Instagram selfie and uh, tagged Greg's in it and said, Greg, you need to like reward this lady. She remembers me. She's never once asked my name, but she knows everything about me. Perfect. You know, not quite a celebrity, I guess, but it's still that wonderful human connection that makes me feel special. You think that you looked like a chicken big, did you? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I did. I was quite heavy in lockdown. So, yeah, possibly. I thought maybe it was glazed. <laughs> yes, probably. Yeah. It's yellow tinge to. Yeah. To- <laughs> well, I, I think it's. I think everything this that we're talking about is absolutely amazing. I was chatting to. Um, I don't know if you know a lady called Sharon Boyd. Um, she's like head of. I'll, I'll maybe I'll connect you with her. Yeah, she was head of uh, customer experience at MKL, but she did some work for. I think is it called Kazoo, the car place or Cadu or something. Um, but she did this exercise with them about this experience about how do we make it a better experience and more magical. And um, so I'll explain my experience first at Citroen. This sounds really bad, like I'm just slagging people off. I don't mean this, but there's a point to this. I was um, I had a problem with my car where I went to go get my tyres replaced at a garage. They said, have you got a locking wheel nut key? And I went, oh, no, I don't know. I bought the car in lockdown. I didn't realise and thought, oh, count, Billy. I don't know if I've got it. I said, no, I haven't got one. They went, oh, I can't take them off for you. And okay, brilliant. What make is my car? It's a Citroen. I'll ring the Citroen garage. Perfect. Search Citroen Peterborough, Google, ring them up. Um, the telephone number, dial code was a Norwich number. I thought, all right, fair enough. But that's the one that's on Google, you know, for Peterborough branch. Anyway, um, okay, yeah, no worries. Um, so we don't actually have spare wheel, locking wheel nut keys. We don't do them. Um, but we do, um, what we can do for you is two things. We can replace the whole set of wheel locking nut keys for you, give you a new wheel locking nut uh, key. Um, and with labor, it's £1,200. <laughs> Right, okay, wow. What's the other option? Uh, well, we do have a master key, so we can take them off and we'll just replace them with normal studs. Um, with a uh, half hour, it'll take it's about 80 quid. I went, all right, okay, yeah, well, I'll do that then, you know, fine. Um, I said, great. He said, where do you want to have it booked? I went, oh, let's, let's go for half eight in the morning, Friday in Peterborough. I went, brilliant, booked it in. I turned up, about half eight, yeah, pissing down a rain outside. I walked in, and this was only like two or three weeks ago, Jeff, so there was no... Um, there was, it was still kind of like heavily COVID restricted, almost as if it was a year ago. I walked in the door. There was two barriers. We had to sit in the cold. You couldn't actually go in. You're in this barrier. A uh, guy comes up to me and he says, no worries. The guy will be with you soon. And uh, I started to wait. And I'm thinking, it's really cold. There's rain like coming down on my back here. You know, <laughs> it's not a great memorable experience. A guy turns up and goes, hello, can I help? I said, yeah, hi. I'm already being served. I'm just waiting for the service guy. Oh, that's me. Right, oh, okay, uh, what can I do for you? I'm here to have my wheel locking that's replaced and uh, get some studs on. Oh, well, we don't do that here. I mean, oh, sorry, what? <laughs> I, was, I was booked in. You know, I've um, been uh, booked in to have them taken off. Oh, well, we, we don't have a master key here. Oh, right, okay. I'll just leave then, shall I? <laughs> Communicates, are we? You know, and um, he said, "No, it's usually a lot more expensive than that. We can forcibly, you know, remove them for you, and we'll replace the studs. But it's uh, a lot more money than that." All right, okay. But the guy at Citroen told me it's eighty pounds, and uh, you can do it. Yeah, we'll honour it for you. Right, okay, fantastic, great. 
Uh, and it's still going to take half hour. It might take longer. Okay, cool. So firstly, how long is it going to take? I'm a busy man. I need to do stuff, right? I thought, right, this is terrible. Like Steve McDermott, four minute rule, seven to 17 seconds. Shitty impression, right? So I got took away into the corner. I sat there and I planned this, Jeff, thinking, right, the guy on the phone has told me, clearly communicated to me, it's going to take half hour. I booked my tires with a bit of buffer time, half eight to have the wheel locking nut key uh, wheel locking that's removed and I thought 10 o'clock I'll roll over to uh, the other tire place and get the tires replaced for 10 o'clock that's an hour and a half perfect timing 45 minutes later my car is still sitting out the front I'm thinking hang on me what's going on then it eventually went in and then it got to about quarter to 10 I've been there an hour and 15 not one person came up to me and said hello are you there are you all right you know would you like a coffee cup of tea or anything like that and I thought I've got to go over to the tire garage in a minute you know, I can't be over there in a minute. So I went and asked the guy. I said, you know, what's going on? You know, is everything all right? I said, yeah, it won't be long. It's only about, you know, 10 minutes. I went, oh, all right, okay, thank you. It took 45 minutes. Clearly, they, they were in a mood or something because they, they were obviously losing out on money, I guess, or commission, whatever it was. And they took it out on me. But the real brand damage here now is now I think, I don't want another Citroen. And when I now think of Citroen in Peterborough, I'm going to think, or a Citroen in general, I think it's a shitty experience. They may have the best experience in the world and the UK, every other single Citroen might be perfect. But that one experience I've had has now tarnished that brand forever. And the irony was that when I went over the road after at 10 o'clock or half 10 to go get my two tires replaced, 10 minutes in and out, boom, done. And I went, well, I tell you, Jeff, you can answer the question for me. Who do you think I went on to give a raving review, a good review about the Mr. Tyre or Citroen? <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? But why? I've just thought if it had made me feel great, uh, you know, and the thing I was going to say here was what Sharon did at Kazoo was as soon as anyone turns up onto the lot, they know exactly who it is. They come out with them with an umbrella. If it's raining, they bring them in. If it's a hot day, they put an ice kind of pack onto yep. the chair to keep it cool for them. And uh, I just thought, wow, why can't people do that? But the Mr. Tire Garage was real, you know, cheap, independent kind of company. Citroen, big, big manufacturer dealership, expecting the experience to be a lot better. And it was better in this small independent company. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Not slowish service at all. <laughs> um, but Jeff, I would love to... Um, Ask a couple of questions for you. I, I really do enjoy Celebrity Service. The book has really inspired me to think about the things that I do in my business and how I can make that even more, you know, high standard and have that gap, you know, brought closer. Um, something that I learned last year was in this lockdown when everyone was going through postponements and cancellations. One of the things that kind of got me a bit of a name in, in the industry was that every single one of my couples that postponed Last year, every single one of them got a, a branded card from me, which was me performing on the front. On the yeah. back, it said, the best things in life are worth waiting for. And two chocolate bars with my face on. I'm not a narcissist. It might fit, might sound like it. I'm not. You lick my face. Yeah. And then on the back, there was some white space where I wrote, you know, um, I'll see you next year and happy would-be wedding day. Now, I did that for every single one of my couples purely to give to them. It wasn't to receive anything. It was to yeah. make them feel special. They've invested a lot of time into me and a lot of money for their special day. And they're now upset. They're not having their day. I should have got married last year as well, Jeff. Oh, my word. Now, only one of probably about my 10 or 11 suppliers. Now, this isn't to name or shame anyone at all. But only one of my suppliers sent us a little pack on our would-be wedding day, a branded card. It was our cake lady. She knows that we love her brownies. Yeah. And she sent us two chocolate brownies to say, happy would-be wedding day. And I was like, wow. And the, the next thing was that when we announced earlier on this year, 
that we were having a baby, we received another box from her with a card. Congratulations on your baby news. Here's a little treat for you. <laughs> wow. Have you? Now, yeah. Yeah. Have you have you read the the wedding story uh, from our wedding in the back of the celebrity service book? Betty photographer. Um, well, it was a photographer as well. The one yeah. I was. Yeah. Go oh, on, the coat hanger. Is it the coat hanger? Coat hanger. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The dress hanger. My word. Yeah. I, I must say because what you did there was brilliant, mate. Absolutely brilliant. You know the whole world. The whole world just caved in on, on itself last year. Bookings and people people lost weddings. The hotel lost the venue. Uh, every every single person was just bang. They'd gone. Um, and a bit like you, my diary emptied in the first couple of months, and then people started one virtual, and then da, 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 you know, and then it starts. And I, I work a lot in hospitality. I work a lot in airlines. I worked a lot in leisure and tourism. I mean, I couldn't have picked three greater industries to work with um, in the last 18 months, but I saw my clients really struggling in June, July of, of last year. You know, you sort of, the, the whole sort of, okay, the Dunkirk spirit of March, April, May, is when we got to June, July, it was a real, you know, because you've got the furlough, you've got staff, you've got, oh, it was just on top of us, you know? And um, for 19 years, so yeah, I'll be 20 years in business in March of next year. So 19 years of business, Ricky, every Christmas time. And it's, it's, it's an obvious one, but I, I do it. But it's an obvious to me, but nobody seems to do it. I send out gifts to my clients to say thank you for the business this year. And the tea in celebrity is thank you. Uh, this is what I do. So every Christmas time. Now, I, 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 this might shock some of your listeners, right? I get this thing. I, I get these things called a Christmas card. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. You mentioned the card as well, and we've got. I know we've got people in here going, "Oh my God, they cut down the trees." I'm like, "Shut up!" Yeah. So you've got, nobody does Christmas cards anymore. Nobody gets Christmas cards anymore. If I send out five hundred, I'll get two back. It's lovely, you know. It's a real lovely time. But I've always done it for nineteen years, and I handwrite every card. It's not pre done it's it's i handwrite every card but i send gifts i've done all sorts of crazy gifts over the years but the one i've done a lot of because a lot of people who book me are in teams and i don't just want a gift going to them you can do it with the bride and groom saying there is something for you too you know you send the whole congregation in the top table and the priest you know but it's for them too for me a team a department books me so i want to be so i i great big boxes and I get all of the fun stuff, right? Now, I know I could go online and get a Fortnum and Mason Christmas thing, and, and it would be a typed, printed message from Fortnum and Mason. And I know it's going to look brilliant, and I know it's going to be... It's not what I like to do. I get a big box, cardboard box, and I fill it full of the stuff we remember as kids. Yes. Right? Yeah. All of the chocolate, the Cadbury's, the Nestle, right? All of the selection boxes. All of the fun stuff we remember as kids, because... Apparently, when you when you're no longer a kid and you're a professional business person with a professional <laughs> business, you can't do this. Yeah, shut up, right? Yeah, yes. so I fill it full of stuff, and there's oh man, there's all sorts of stuff in there, right? And I put the card inside, I seal it up myself, I go to the post office and I post it. Two to three days later, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, telephones just light up. Yeah, 
People take photographs. Oh my God, I can't believe this is a staff and big smiles on the face. And I'm like, I'm not doing this for marketing thing. I'm saying thank you. I did this way before social media, right? I'm saying thank you for booking me in March this year. Thank you for asking me to open your conference in September. I'm saying thank you for the business. Now I've always done it. Last year, things changed. My clients come June or July were just on their flipping knees. Everything was canceled. So I, I, I phoned, I, I just picked up the phone and I've got his number if you want it. And I said, is that, is that Santa? He said, it is. I said, um, cause he's, he's from Newcastle. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, are you busy? He went, no, I just, I work one day a year to be fair. That I, I need you to come out of retirement. And he said, what for? I said, I'm bringing Christmas forwards six months. And was it lockdown one, two? Can't remember. But Grace and I, my, my daughter, we went out to, to local supermarkets and we bought a load. We didn't have the Christmas selection boxes then, but we bought a load of sweets, chocolates, you name it. Build the boxes up. But I also got this card. Now, I know this is a podcast, but if, but I'll, I'll just, so just so you can see it. Um, this is the card. Now, it looks like a... Looks like a, an ice cream cone. Yeah, it is upside down. Brilliant. <laughs> it's a red corn. Imagine yeah. a red corn upside down, like a waffle corn. Yeah. Uh, and then it's the white underneath. Well, it looks like a beard. But when you turn around, it's actually an ice cream. Yeah. Now, this is the card. I had this card printed. And I had on there, uh, this year, everything is turned upside down. It's not easy to keep track of the day, month, or season. With this in mind, I'm bringing Christmas forwards. I did it for everybody who had to cancel last year. But I also went back two to three years in my database and I looked at all of the clients and, and I just did it, mate. I did it. And it's like, you know, I, I saw... It's brilliant, that. We are the cavalry in, in times like this. We have got to be the ones. Not everybody does it. No, and it's interesting you said about your 10 suppliers of your, of your wedding day and one person thought about you. Dear God, how many people do I work with? How many people do I, do I buy stuff from? I, I don't hear a thing. So, the, 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 which is a lovely thing because you know and I know that customer service is not high on anybody's agenda. Yeah, yeah, the absolutely. Fact yeah, that we have a show just ranting and raving about all the rubbish. <laughs> we we would write books three times the size of all the good stuff. Yeah, and that's, and but that, do you know what? That just presents the biggest opportunity when I go and work with a team. I know that they want to do something special. Yeah. You know, I get tweets all the time saying, I get tagged into tweets, should I say. Disgusting behavior, shocking service. I can't believe at whoever it is, right? <laughs> you need Jeff Ram to come into you. And, and, and I'm like, and I've had this for a decade. Come on, you need to speak to Jeff Ram. He will sort you out. Jeff, have a look at this, disgusting. And I'm like, oh God. And you, you get invited into people's rants, which is lovely. <laughs> And I only reply in the same way, Ricky. I just go, I look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. And I never have. Yeah. And the people who are delivering really poorly, there's a reason why they're doing that is because they're never wanting to improve. And therefore, I will never get the call. I got a, I got a, a, a one of the last live events I did uh, before, before all this crazy stuff happened. Um, somebody said to me, it was a member of the audience. It was a bit of a challenging question, actually. So a strange one. But I thought, oh, this is interesting. And they said, um, 
because I, t- I told the story about Money Penny, which is a client of mine who are a wonderful organization. I told about how wonderful things they do for their team because yeah. every service starts at home, just like charity. Okay, we, we get the foundations right before we even talk about externally. So I was talking about Money Penny, and a member of the audience says, um, oh God, I'll never forget it. They said, um, if they're so good, why do they book you to go in and work with their team? And it was a really interesting one. And as quick as a flash, I went back. I never, I said, I never get calls from people at the bottom of the pile. I said, mm-hmm. I get people calls who are in the gold, silver, bronze medal, or just outside the medals. I get calls and I get bookings from people who are at the top who want to stay there or go even further. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's, it's just an observation I've had over many, many years now. I never get, I never get calls right at the bottom. But yeah, we could speak and chat and rant. For years, but you know what? You know what, Ricky? It doesn't actually inspire or help anybody because we've all been there. We've all been last in the queue. We've all had yeah. something misplaced. We've all had, you know, mistimed. Uh, you know, people who, you know, the, the, the garage out of treat you like that. We don't, we don't learn from this. And the one thing, the one thing I suppose where we differ, and I certainly differ, is I will show you the great people in the world because mm. we can, we can. We can be inspired by them. We can go towards what amazing looks like. We want to stay away from the negative, but we want to see a pathway on how we become superstars. And yeah, um, yeah. so I don't even know what the question was. I, I just, no, I can't remember that. Yeah. You know what though? I think it's, you're absolutely right. I think it's Jack Canfield talks about this. When people complain, it means that there is a better solution, but people are just not prepared to do it. My experience at Citroen, I knew that there was a better experience, but I didn't bother to do it. I just followed it and just went for it. And I complained and I knew there was a better one, but I didn't do anything about it. Um, you're absolutely right. And there's something actually, this is quite interesting. I've been experimenting with something about this idea and I've been trying to get other businesses to do this recently. So rather than just, if I'm booked for like a wedding, my experience is for that couple. But what if I take the blinkers off and make the experience bigger, a bigger circle? So something I've been trialing um, recently. Now, there wasn't a strategy for this. This wasn't purposely to do something, but it has had a really great effect. All of the venues that I visited after I sent them the handwritten card with my brand on the front to Wayne. Thanks so much for making me feel very welcome at Normanton Park. Yeah. It was great to work with you again. You're doing a cracking job. I'll see you in the summer. And... All of them got, wow, bloody hell, Ricky. We never we never received cards from the suppliers. Wow, thank you for making us feel special. Because they've had a shitty time. They've had a tough time. And let's 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 just rewind that a second, right? Because yeah. what we're doing is brilliant, okay? Let's just rewind this just a quick second, okay? When somebody is looking to get married, yeah, two places that they go first. The church, are you available? Yeah. What place have you got? And then the venue. Because those are the two, without, without bricks and... And a roof, church excluded. <laughs> yeah. um, but without the physical premises, it can't and will not happen. Okay, so there's the two first places to go. Now the church isn't going to hand out your card, mm. but my God, the venue is. Yeah, have because you, that you, human connection, isn't it? So he made what, us feel special. What's next? Oh, well, we're going to talk about the cake, and we're looking at some entertainment. We had this guy in on Saturday. Oh my word! Do you want yeah. his? He was amazing. And do you know what? You're, you're front of mind. Yeah. Uh, but you're, you know, the gift, the card, the keeping in touch, the crisp. There's so many things you can do. And it's not selling. You're just saying, look, thank you very much, Norman to Hall, a wonderful venue. Um, 
Yeah. Well, it's ironic, isn't it? Think about what you said, the bottom of the pile and to the top with Money Penny. As a magician, I am the bottom of the pile. I am the, the luxury extra. You know, I'm non-essential. I'm not required for it. But then it goes to the top. You need this guy, you know. Um, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, I know that we um, we correspond. I use BombBomb quite a lot, the video emails. Mm. I've still got clients from three years ago where I send them a video email at Christmas just saying, congratulations, happy Christmas as your first one as Mr. and Mrs. or Mrs. and Mrs. And I still have people yeah. that email me back from that same email in 2019 because they've obviously forgot, oh, what was Ricky's email? But I know he sent me a video email, didn't he? And they've stored it and then they reply. Because I'm like, why am I getting an email back from... 2019 but it's because of how we made them feel and i think you're absolutely right in with celebrity service we just need to be more human don't we and create those powerful connections i've got an idea for you yeah do you want it on this recording or do you want it? yeah go for it if you like yeah should we do it in the in the back alley no yeah 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 yeah, we'll do it yeah yeah okay we'll do it here say pausing the recording if you would love to find out what jeff is just about to share then head over to patreon.com forward slash the unlock podcast and you can listen to the five minutes of pure gold and let me just say it is a simple and genius idea that will make you stand out from the crowd and truly create an amazing powerful customer experience that will make your business remembered for years to come patrons of the podcast of the middle tier and top tier you have access to this already it is in the patron community but if you would love to find out what this is and uh, let me just say it is an absolutely amazing piece of gold head over to the link in the show notes or patreon.com forward slash the unlock podcast to listen to the exclusive recording Back to the show. Put a smile on your face just before you press send. Absolutely. You know what, Jeff? I, th- I think that's a perfect way to end. And uh, yeah, Jeff, I, th- I think it's an absolutely amazing uh, chat. I-, I usually, I'm quite a lazy man with me editing. So I only like to do podcasts about 30 minutes. <laughs> I didn't realize the time. I was like, crap, uh, been here a long time. But it's been an absolutely amazing chat. So Jeff, I've got one question to ask you um, before we wrap up and try and find out more about you. If you could give one simple tip to any businesses listening right now to this episode, what one simple thing can people start doing now to start driving either a magical or, you know, celebrity service right now? What one simple thing could they do? Okay. Okay. Um, Simple thing. Needs a bit of structure of a structural nature. Um, Take down those motivational posters in your staff room. They, They don't work. (laughs) Right? <laughs> nobody's going to claim them out and if they could they're not really interested right so take them down and have it as a celebrity service wall right and every time you see here come across an incredible piece of experience not just you your team right every time you see something take a photograph write it on a post-it and place it on the wall you over the coming days weeks months years you are going to have an inspirational wall of what amazing looks like. Every month, have a celebrity service meeting in front of the wall and discuss the ideas. What can we do to create a celebrity service moment? And, and choose any one of your uh, any one of your touch points. There are hundreds of them in any company, but just do something very simple and have something visual. Is what I'm saying. So a visual representation of what amazing looks like. Otherwise, it's on a shelf and a book. Uh, it's, on a, it's on a memory stick somewhere, right? Be inspired by what we can see. What we're going to see is real-life examples of amazing people doing amazing things well. That is what can drive us forward and generate new ideas. Love it. Perfect way to end the podcast. Jeff, I think it's been, I don't think, I know it's been an absolute 
amazing podcast. So, Jeff, if we want to uh, find out more about you or if there's any opportunities that are coming up, how can Jeff, how can people, sorry, find more about you, Jeff? How can people, how can yeah. people dip in? Um, oh, well, you can, well, the usual, the usual places, you know, um, send a postcard to uh, PO Box. No, you can go to the mothership, uh, which is jeffram.com, which is G E O F. R-A-M-M, so that's the mothership. There's videos on there. There's all sorts of things on there that you can have a look at. Um, I have a YouTube channel with over 100 videos, me on stage, me on, you name it, and real-life stories and interviews and you name it. There's a YouTube channel on there. Just type in Jeff Ram. Uh, just if you want to link in, if you want to join on Facebook, Twitter, be my guest. And if you want to read um, these ideas that I talk about and these stories that I'm very excited about, um, you can come to me direct for, for both books, or you can, of course, get them on Amazon and WH Smiths and Waterstones and that type of thing. And yeah, if, if you want, if you want to put a smile on your face and your team's face and your customer's face, have a look at some of the videos, have a look at some of the books and enjoy yourself. Life is too short. Love it. Jeff, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. And take care of yourself. Thank you. Cheers, Ricky. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you did enjoy this episode, then please head over to Apple Podcasts or Podchaser and leave us a little review because it helps get this podcast shared to more people around the world. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll join you on another episode of Unlocked. Goodbye.